Hey everybody, welcome to episode 103 of Making It. I'm Bob Baggett here with Jimmy DeResta. Hello everybody, happy new year. Hello. And David Pachuto. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. You guys had a good, safe, happy new year, I, I assume, because you're here. Yeah, we <laughs> no injuries. <laughs> Can you believe it's 2017? No. I can't crazy. believe it. That's amazing to me. So now both checks that I write this year, I have to remember to change the date. <laughs> the two checks that you have to write in 2017? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you get to write just two checks? I wish I could do that. I don't... Well, I write more than two. That was an exaggeration. But yeah, I don't write many checks anymore because everything's like direct, yeah. deposit, debit, you know, pay online kind of stuff. See, that's scary to me. Uh, I'm still old school. I still like writing checks and licking stamps and that kind of stuff. Well, you don't lick stamps much anymore, but once in a while I lick an envelope. And the reason being because I feel like I'm out of touch <laughs> oh, oh, with to what I have it. in the bag. I, I, I was just thinking that, you know, you were just like licking the, the envelope. I forgot that you actually lick them to close them. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I still do. I like the taste. But what's interesting is that I like to be in touch with the money that I have in the bank. So when it's time to pay bills, I, I open up my checkbook and I, I put on my visor, you know, with the bald spot showing through the top and I put the pencil <laughs> in my ear. And I start looking through my books and I start seeing and I open up my account and I see. and Because I feel like if I go on auto pay, like I have no idea. I'll, the money just will just fly out. Yeah. Like I won't have any like hold of it. Well, crazy, I, I'm kind of the same way in that, like, I don't auto pay things. My mortgage is the only thing that I have, like, auto draft. Everything else is I manually go to pay it. So I'm aware of when it's happening and right. all that stuff. But it's still done online. You know, I just do it all right. through my... Because my bank, when you pay, I get bills on the website. And then when I pay them there, they print out a check, send it to the person, which seems crazy to me why that's a good idea. But whatever, I don't have to do it. So, right. yeah. huh. Cool. That's anyway, so well, foreign to me. Everything is automatic. It's all... I I have little calendar alerts that'll say like, okay, this bill is automatically coming out of my account this day. And so <laughs> I'll see that on my, on my morning calendar, but I don't have to touch anything. Everything that I can automate is already automated. Hmm. My, my alerts always say you should have paid your mortgage last week. That's what my alerts say. <laughs> <laughs> You might no, want to I'm move those up a day. Oh, yeah, you have calendar <laughs> problems. That's right. I have calendar I issues. Yeah. No. But now, 2017, uh, we got to remember to write 2017, then lick the stamp. Then <laughs> lick, lick the envelope. Yep. Yep. Well, what have you guys been up to? Other than the obvious, like, holiday stuff. Uh, or I've was been, there anything awesome that happened on the holidays? Well, we just relaxed, honestly. I mean, it was just a great... I kind of... I, I typically am down in Long Island with my family. But I think last year and this year, we stayed up at the house, which is nice. We just kind of hid from everybody. So, And everybody's invited to the house, but it's a funny excuse. No one wants to drive three hours. So I'm like, hey, everyone's welcome to come up. But, you know, no one's going to say yes. And uh, so me and Taylor and Willie just hung out at the house with the animals. We, we just had a totally relaxing Christmas and New Year's. It was, it was chill. I, I worked quite a bit, actually. I, I built the tables that you'll see on my Instagram account. So I worked on the tables and my buddy Danny, who was my client on that on that job, he came up, he wanted to learn how to weld. So he came up and hung out with me. Typically between Christmas and New Year's is my time to just like veg out and do whatever, like tinker, play around in the shop. And we we actually got a lot of work done. So it was it was a work week for me, but it was really relaxed. It was fun. Mm. Well, uh, I last 
week I finished up a video on building a collapsible bookcase. It's a campaign style furniture bookcase and it's got 12 hinges in it and uh, it's a it was made for like British military hundreds of years ago so it completely collapses on itself and then goes back together in like a matter of seconds and um, I'm going to launch that video later tonight. Um, normally I would launch the video on, on Tuesday we record this podcast on Monday but I'm going to be out of my house filming all day tomorrow and that's why I won't have time to respond to comments or anything so I'm going to release that video later tonight so it should be up by the time you guys hear this. It's really cool. I'm, this is, I'm, I cannot wait to see the reaction from people for this video because this, this bookcase is pretty sweet. And then uh, tomorrow um, me, or Eric and I we're, we're going to film our DeWalt video. We're going to make a, a bat house or a couple bat houses. Nice. And oh, cool. Yeah, so all the DeWalt tools, they're the flexible, portable tools. And so what we're going to do is, we're, at least we're going to try to, we're going to go to Home Depot, get the supplies, we're going to film that, and then try to build it in the parking lot until we get kicked out. <laughs> they, won't, they won't kick you out. They won't. So, no. uh, and so I just kind of show the, the portability of, of these type of tools. And I, I don't know, I kind of hope we get kicked out so we can kind of get that on. <laughs> On film because that would that would make a, a funny a funny little tension in there but that's what I'm working on. It would be that's funny awesome. if you get hired to go like do something at someone's house for the day like guys that hang out at the parking lot looking for work. Going to someone's house <laughs> yeah. and working. I'm, I'm I'm turning all that down. Like, I'm start sorry, doing guys. one thing. <laughs> you start doing one thing and then you end up building someone's barbecue patio <laughs> <laughs> with the dual tools. Yeah, in the middle Actually, corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, for me, um, it's been kind of interesting. Like in between Christmas and New Year, my wife um, took the kids to go. We went to Florida to see her family before Christmas, and then she decided to go back after Christmas to spend some more time and see people and let me work. And so I had like three days, two and a half days of kind of uninterrupted, you know, I can get a lot done. And whenever she does that and I have those times, I'm really excited. I'm like, this is going to be super productive. I'm going to, you know, just like stay up late and work and all this stuff. And this year was really different. I don't know why um, exactly, but I was in between projects. I think that might have been part of it. Like I didn't have anything that was, you know, like, hey, this is the thing that I'm ready to to dive into. And so I just kind of like went around the shop going like, well, what are things that I haven't done that I needed to do? You know, and so... I ended up um, like on the live stream building some quick shelves to put all my 3D printers on, which organized the office a little bit, which made it easier to use and the printers easier to use. And, you know, so it it ended up being a bunch of like infrastructure stuff, but things I couldn't really use for videos. There was, um, I I think you, there was a space at the bottom and you didn't say what it was. Is it for what I think it is? It is for what you think it is. All right. (laughs) That's all I want to know. Yeah, yeah. There's a, th- a thing coming that's going to go on the bottom shelf. So, yeah. Um, but so I, I got a lot of stuff done around the office um, and around the shop. But, you know, like I said, not really video type things. But I've got a few videos in the can already, which is nice. So the next one's coming up for this week will be um, a frame for a record. Like I like to put records on the wall as art because I really like the way they look, but I also like to listen to them. So this one's a frame for that, that you can easily open the frame and pull the record out so that you can listen to the record and put it back in. That's awesome. And 
It's I wish using, I would have thought of that. I, well, I reference your video because it's <laughs> it's an aluminum frame, and I brazed it, and I pointed people back to your video. So hopefully you'll oh, get nice. some traffic from that. But Thank and you. I had to go back and watch the video to you know figure out exactly how to do that. So yeah, I'm excited about that one because it it actually turned out really good, and it's like a useful kind of practical thing for me at least. Maybe not for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I've been doing that and lots of 3D printing, printing some parts for some props I'm going to put together in live stream and you know, stuff, 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 lots of stuff. About ready for my kids to go back to school because <laughs> they've been out of school for a really long time and it's time for them to go back to school. But so what are we going to talk about? You want to do the uh, looking ahead and looking back again? Yeah. yeah. It's a, kind of a tradition. We've been doing this for so many years now. That we actually have <laughs> yearly traditions. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's odd. Veteran. I think this might be the third uh, New Year's special yeah. show. So, yeah, let's talk about, um, you want to wrap up last year? Maybe each of us give a little wrap up of like how it went. Big, maybe accomplishments or things we're proud of or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, I, I recently saw this comedian and he said... Um, you know, everybody said like, oh, 2016 is the worst. We lost a lot of celebrities. Things didn't go the way they thought politically or whatever. And I've, I've just, I've, I've been keeping my mouth shut because for me, I had a really, really good 2016. And this mm. comedian's like, if you had a good 2016, you're not allowed to say that you did, you know, just because <laughs> of everything that's happened over the past year. But I, I, uh, there was, um, my channel, my business, my YouTube, I, I think grew in the right direction this year. And I think my greatest thing or the thing that I'm, I'm most happy that I did was uh, hiring Eric to add that element into what I do. Um, you know, it's it, it just it made it more fun, which I say over and over again, I'm, I'm just trying to have fun. And uh, so that's th- that's the thing that's like, pushed me forward there was one point bob and i went to vidcon last year i think it was in april or may and i i we saw all these people speak and they they said all the things that we've probably heard before at least most of the things but for whatever reason going to vidcon and actually seeing these people say in person really like just kicked me in the butt and made me want to be better and so that's uh, it just—it was a really, really good year. I, I learned a lot about myself and what I want to do for myself. Hmm. What? Okay. I'm—I'm um, I'm going to complicate this a little bit just because I'm curious. Instead of just talking about what was good, what we liked, because I think that's easier. Let's all also throw out something that we were unhappy about, like n- not poli- politics or deaths or any of that pop culture stuff, like within our our own lives. Something that was like a bummer or set you back or something you didn't expect or you know. A long pause while we think about this. <laughs> yeah, we can we can come back to that too if you want to. Yeah, let's 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 come back to that. Okay, Jimmy, what about what was good about last year? What were some well, highlights? The, the 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 biggest thing about last year is I picked up obviously a couple of sponsors, potentially long term sponsors, which is good because that affords me the ability to not do installs anymore. And the 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 biggest change from the beginning of last year to where we are right now is I don't do installs nearly anymore. 
And that being like every Monday, I was talking to Taylor about this the last couple of days. Every Monday morning, I'd wake up and I think to myself, "Okay, where does the truck have to be on Tuesday? I have to go get a truckload of plywood. We got to build this thing, and it has to be installed in Midtown. And I'm going to get a ticket, but I just build it into the price of work in that day. And all those pressures are, are basically gone. And I also don't travel as much this year. I haven't worked for the liquor company since I did. Uh, in May. What is that horse race that always happens in Kentucky, Bob? The Derby? The Derby. The Derby was the last time I worked for the liquor guys. And I hope it wasn't something I said, but they, they promised me it has everything to do with budgets. And you know, I think their business is is also you know reflective of those budgets. So I haven't done any liquor stuff since May, but I've just focused on my YouTube stuff, which is has been really good. Because every time I traveled, I, I would always end up missing weeks like you go away for like five or six days and like your whole entire three three weeks after that is like completely in turmoil and so every time i traveled uh it kind of screwed with my youtube schedule so this year has been good for a couple reasons bad for this you know i'm i lost all that income i mean that was a considerable amount of income all the liquor stuff and uh it might pick up again you know like i said it's no bad blood it's just apparently budget concerns that have nothing to do with me unless uh, you know, aside from the fact that I'm not getting hired. Um, and I started my, my vlog, which has been really good in my weekly vlog. Uh, I probably wouldn't be able to keep up my weekly vlog if I was traveling to Kentucky as often as I used to do and doing all that stuff. Um, Can I make so, a point about your vlog real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just don't want to no, forget. No, no, no. I'm just brainstorming you know, as we talk. Like a long time ago, we had a conversation about you talking on camera or about the things that we were scared of or something to that effect. And you said, I remember very specifically, you said something about you didn't feel like you were articulate in the way that you spoke sometimes. And that was (laughs) a a fear. No, but man, I I really enjoy your vlog because it's, you. you seem super collected. Like when you're talking through, it's like you're reviewing your own week and you have a totally different outlook on it than if you're like, always walking around with the camera like this is what i'm doing right now check this out it's super cool you know yeah. it's not like that no, type of thing I, the it's way, like you're, the way it, here's here's what i did and i want to yeah. share it with you guys the way it unfolded was I, it happened organically which was nice but uh, nick said to me offerman said he goes you know you do the way you do your wraparounds which is what he calls them i didn't even know what that had a technical term he says you do your wraparounds you're so calm but that's because i get a chance to review the footage and in my mind, say the things I might want to say about those subjects as I get to constantly tweak the edit. And then when I finally make a little notepad of, of an outline of what I want to talk about between the, the, t- the segments, then, so it's really been, it's, it's been, it's been rewarding in the way that it unfolded and, and how it organically has taken place. And so I'm happy about that. I feel like it's given my channel a lot more substance I was very wishy-washy on it at the beginning because I felt like I was selling out my original idea, which is just doing the videos with no talking. But I still do that too. So like I said to a couple of fans that are like, oh, why don't you do it the way you used to do it? I said, the way I used to do it is I just wouldn't post a video for three or four weeks until something was done and then I would post it. So (laughs) now you have something in between those three and four weeks. And I also, my channel, I feel in this last year, getting back to reflecting on 2016, I feel like my channel is becoming more complete because it's becoming more of a portfolio. I'm able to go back and, and put up my make videos that are three and four years old. You know, I asked them and we had an agreement that I can go back and put up my old videos. And, you know, my 
my contract with them expired six months after I started, and that was, I guess, closing in on five years ago. And we never renewed it, so it was always been kind of like up in the air as to like what exactly am I allowed to do. So no harm, no foul. No one's complained that I've been putting up all my old content, except for the fans that have seen them before. And uh, I put right in the title, Old Video. So people click on it, and for one second they get inconvenience and they have to complain. They're like, why are you putting up old videos? I said, it's in the title. I don't understand why you're clicking on the thing that says old video. So... um, my channel is, is becoming more complete body of work for me, which I'm really proud of. And uh, the same thing with core. I, I don't know when, but I, I, I have the ability now once a month to start posting my core videos on my channel. Um, you know, all my core, all those videos are on my channel anyway, just, just private. And uh, so one of the, you know, when, when I'm having a slow week, I can just go back and click on some old content, which is nice. I feel like uh, I have a, I have a substantial portfolio building and I'm really proud of that and uh, yeah no just the, the friends I've made in the last year have been amazing uh, my 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 newfound interest in machining keeps growing and my skills are getting better and uh, with this Tormac machine I think they surprised me out of nowhere this year and said hey do you want a Tormac I was like you guys know who I am I was like so blown away that they even recognized me and that they're willing to give me a machine so uh, oh and by the way in a couple of days, I'm driving to Zanesville, Ohio. That'll be 9, 10, and 11th. I'll be in Zanesville, Ohio to take a class with, with John Saunders at New York CNC. I'm going to be one of his classes. It'll be a group of people all learning how to use Fusion in relationship to the Tormac 440. Awesome. So I'm looking really looking forward to that. I opened the machine up last night at upstate, and I, was, I, I had to cut this little circle in a, in a piece of plexiglass, and I was just going to hand cut it. I was like, oh, I got this machine here. I just, I set it all up, open the computer, and I set up a file. Like you can do what's called the conversational thing, where you go right into the machine and set a small file up, without having to go through Fusion or anything. I totally lost my nerve. I was afraid to hit start. I thought I might crash the machine. <laughs> I said, all right, let me just wait. Classes in seven days. Let me just deal with it then. And uh, so, and you see in my my new Witchblade three video where. I, I cut a pocket. I, that totally was an accident. I, I hit this. I hit start, and I said to Taylor, "If this works, I'm gonna go with it. If it doesn't, I'm just gonna do it by hand." And I hit start, and it worked. That's just developing the trust in in your skill set and trust in the machining and that kind of things, which is slowly developing. Um, what else am I proud of this year? Uh, proud of the fact that I'm able to use the house. I bought the house for the sole reason of working up there, and now YouTube has afforded me the. The excuse to continually work up there and use the visuals that, that the house has instead of just building things for clients that no one's ever going to see where they came from. I'm really proud of being able to work at that house and and take advantage of the views. So that's another really great thing I'm thankful for this year. And just the growing fans, you know, like I met so many. So I'm friends with so many people now from around the whole world, and people are oddly surprised that I'm friendly and willing to make friends with new people all the time and i said that people go like they think i don't know some people think i'm a celebrity and they think like i'll do my thing and then like i cut out the back door and get in a limo and drive back to the city but (laughs) i'm just a dirtbag shop dude and that's all i love to be i really feel that way and you know i'll hang out with anybody and talk about dirtbag shop stuff so it's, it's, it's been a really great bonding experience with a lot of the fans that I can consider friends now. It's, it's been a great year. And uh, like I said, the best part about it is that I'm not waking up Monday morning stressing out about 
how I'm going to avoid getting my car towed in Midtown in front of the Plaza Hotel and and taking a subway or vespering up to certain parts of the city to take pictures of the parking sign so that I could make plans in three weeks from now about mm. how I'm going to deliver a product. I mean, that's really what I, would, I said to Dave, you know, if you're going to be on 57th Street and 9th Avenue, just take pictures of some of the parking signs so I know what to deal with in, in three months when we got to deliver this project or whatever it is. So, you know, all that stress is sort of gone right now. And I'm only taking projects that I can turn into videos, which is great. Just really great. So it's it's been great, uh, you know, and, and then uh, doing the Making It 100 was just so amazing. And, you know, a simple little idea. You know, the, the best thing, I'm rambling and I'll stop after this next point. The best thing about what we're doing right now is that it's just us and the people that enjoy what we do. And that's it. There's no, there's no 25-year-old PR girl walking around with a clipboard saying where we should be. <laughs> Make sure you tweet. There's no over-the-hill TV producer that's just doing this to get to his next job and doesn't give two S's about anything we do. It's, it's amazing. Like, Nick yeah. Ferris producing this event. If it goes off in June, it's going to be a big outdoor event. That could be the event... That it's just YouTube and the fans, and that is it. There's nobody else in between. You like what I do? I appreciate you liking what I do. I can do this for you personally. I could sign something. I could send a picture. I could do. There's no chat rooms on some channel. There's no TV executives involved, and it's just. I mean, me having you know with my history, it is just so so rewarding that we could put off an event like making it 100. And it's just us and the people that appreciate what we do. And it's such a direct connection that we can call them friends. Mm, yeah. I think, and, and, it's, it's, and it's honest. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot more independent events like this because of the reach that we have, not we, but everybody has with social media and YouTube and all that. We can, we can gather up people and it doesn't have to be this this publishing company or a magazine that puts on the event that their doesn't main have to be woodworking to in America or any of that so, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not nothing against them because I've had awesome times at woodworking in America and the make events and and all the other events. That's, those are great, but it's cool to see like the 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 DIY punk attitude of like let's just do it ourselves and see what happens. Yeah. Well, I think it, it, it's interesting that that kind of goes along with the fact, I mean, the whole idea of doing YouTube or any content creation is that, really. It's like, well, I can't get a TV show or I don't want to get a TV show or whatever, so I'm just going to do it myself. You know, it's it's really cool to see that extended out into other mm-hmm. stuff, you know, into like real world things like what you're talking about. Well, I mean, but the point is, is now like each one of us, all three of us, if you guys got a TV offer tomorrow, you would really have to stop and think, do I even want a TV offer? Because I'm so happy with the success I've com- com- created completely on my own, in my house, without anybody's interference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had that thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was actually going to talk about the Making It 100 thing as well for you know 2016 for me. That and VidCon, like you were talking about, David, and just all the traveling. Uh, in 2015, I traveled quite a bit. And it was tiring. It was really tiring. <laughs> and, you know, the, each one of those trips is cool in the moment. And it, like, you have fun while you're there. But I always dread traveling up to it. And then after I get back, I'm so relieved to be home. And I still f- 
feel that way when I travel anywhere. But this year, every trip that I took was like super just fulfilling like and worthwhile. You know, it wasn't like I took any trips that were just like, well, I really shouldn't have done that one. Well, there was one. But other than that, <laughs> most of them were very, very good. And especially things like making it 100, you know, um, because it was exactly what you're saying, Jimmy. I'm just going to copy you. It was like us and people who care about what we do. Or, or do it as well, you know? And just the fact that we could spend time with people that we have a, an immediate connection with is super cool. Maker Fair is kind of the same way where you're, everybody's there for basically the same reason. And um, So, yeah, lots of really good events. VidCon was a huge boost for me as well. It was just one of those things where you get inundated with more information than your brain can even, like, just capture but the cool thing about that is you, I think I can go back next year and probably listen to the same conversations and get different stuff out of it, you know, which I think is really cool. So, mm-hmm. and I would suggest anybody that's a full-time, there's looking to be full-time content creation, go to VidCon at least once because you will be exposed to a huge number of people who create things and have a different perspective or have more experience or have different tips and tricks or whatever. But, um, you know, they will, what, 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 what is this? What? I didn't get that. I got I got YouTube candy for Christmas. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, while you're talking about VidCom, I'm like, oh, I got YouTube candy. I want to eat some now. <laughs> He's eating chocolate with the YouTube logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is because of, like, the uh, content ID thing, I think, because I spent so much time on the phone with everybody. Or through email, mm. rather. <laughs> Let's see, for what else for 2016 for me? A uh, big thing for me, and this is not something I've talked about publicly really, but um, I got an agent, which sounds kind of uppity maybe. I don't know, but man. Me too. I got one too. I completely <clears throat> forgot. You're right. I got it in March. It, is, it was like one of the coolest steps to legitimizing what I do to myself. <laughs> like it, this guy, he, he's, he's great. He's super easy to work with. He's motivated. He, he like shares my values and he knows what I will and won't do and stuff. The cool thing though is like I can spend all the time that I used to spend talking to sponsors and dealing with all the contracts and all that stuff. I can work and I can do what I want to do again with those hours. And it's fantastic. Um, that's, that's just a really cool thing. Like personally here that happened. Um, I think in, in 2016, I, spread my wings a little bit as far as skills and project types, which really rubbed some people the wrong way in a, in a big way. <laughs> Anything specific? Um, I think, well, I think I had kind of set the, the precedent for like most of the things I make are generally useful, you know, which is fair enough. I mean, I, I did with that, did have that intention in the beginning and then a lot of the stuff I started doing was just because I wanted to try it or I wanted to experiment or I thought it would be funny or whatever. And I think that still makes for a good video and still can relay some knowledge and some information. Uh, but on those, like the pudding gun and even this trike that I just did, I got a fair amount of like, what is this? Like, why don't you do woodworking anymore? That type of thing. It's, you know, I understand that. That's fine. I had that this week too with the Witchblade 3. I never got this many dislikes. I got like over 500 dislikes on this Witchblade Mm. thing. But also no one's reading the description, which says this is just a concept. Yeah. I liked you better when you were the drunken woodworker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Actually, can we talk after? (laughs) (laughs) But so I get a lot of that at this point, but it's, I don't really care about that stuff. The thing that I'm happy with is that I am experimenting with new things. I have experimented with new things and 
you know, trying things out that I'm really bad at, and I fully admit that. But you know, at least I'm trying them. I think that's really cool. You have to um, think like, yeah. I, like I wasn't around in my time, but you would have to think every time the Beatles released a new album that sounded completely different than the previous album, that there was the same kind of reaction, right? Yeah, like that's uh, true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back around. What was something that maybe wasn't ideal, or something that surprised you, or something in last year? Uh, nothing like real specific, but there was a couple, and and I I, I kind of think I figured out how to turn them around. There was a couple failed projects. There was a Wiener Dog ramp uh, that made the for the outside. It he didn't he, he didn't use it, and it was a failed project. There was another one where I tried to. In case a cookie and a pot and epoxy, and that was a totally failed project. The wiener dog grandpa was able to fix off camera and make it work. The epoxy grandma's recipe project that was just a complete failure. Um, what I learned from that was even when I post the failures, it, people relate to that and they're like, Oh, yeah, this guy who they think I know woodworking, I'm just, I'm just working my way through it. You know, just like everybody else, I just happen to be decent at operating the camera and know how to document it. Um, so I, the failed projects, I've like, okay, if the project fails, still post it because people still can relate to it. And then mm-hmm. um, not just like, not just 2016, but ever for the last two or three years, I, the thing that was kind of disappointing was that it took me so long to find my rhythm and to find where I wanted to be. And I think, I have no regrets, but I think that really hurt me as far as growth because I was doing this style, I was doing this show, and then I was doing this style. And now I finally found this thing where I'm like, I'm super excited about it. This is where I should be, at least right now. And I think if, Two years ago, if I would have found this this kind of style, I would be so much better off. Or big, not better off, but I have a lot bigger channel. Where when I look at you guys, you guys have had you've improved, but you've basically had your your voice and your style for a while now, and I think that's that's definitely helped you. So, Pachuto, did you notice last night? Um, well, I just happened to notice last night. I was looking through uh, Social Blade, and I you know I follow like the top five guys that we all hang out with. And mm-hmm. your subscription rate is up like eighty percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And it's, I never saw that number so high for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. For you know, we if if you're not familiar with Social Blade, it's a great tool to see your your progress and then compare yourself to other people, or just to see how other people are doing. And for about three or four weeks, my uh, what, what do they call that? The subscription was up a hundred and like twenty percent for like three weeks awesome. in a row. Wow. Oh, okay. And um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One is going, trying to do two videos a week. And another one is just making videos that people like to see and want to share. So it's just the more effort I put into it, the more I get out of it. And it's, that is so true. You just can't, you just can't make a video and then hope it goes viral. Cause that doesn't, that hasn't happened for me for the most part. You just, you got to make good videos and you got to do it at a consistent rate. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? Uh, as far as last year, uh, surprises? Um, well, regrets or just, you know, reality checks or regrets, whatever you want to call them. Um, things beyond my control, 
uh, I've already mentioned how I lost, basically I lost almost a hundred percent of my liquor business from this last year. I mean, I worked, I did a couple jobs. I mean, when I get 1099s from them in the last three years, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe these guys paid me this much money this year. And this 1099 is going to be probably under 10 grand. And you know, it was considerably higher than that in the last few years. Um, so I lost like from May, I haven't done one thing. I quoted a few things, nothing came in. So I had a, fill in that income. And it's not one of those things where like, you know, we're sitting around going, oh my God, we're losing this income. I just keep trucking on and then I get a DeWalt video and then I get this and then, you know, I pick up a couple of more YouTube clients. And so my life is like kind of ebbs and flows, but I did not expect to kind of go 100% zero with all my liquor stuff. Um, I haven't done anything uh, since the, since the horse race. And, and so that was a little bit of an eye-opening experience of like, you just can't always count on it. But that's the reason why I make 10 different incomes every month. And I don't always put all my eggs in any one basket. Uh, so that that is definitely something, you know, reflecting back, like, make sure that you diversify. And this year is when I really realized I don't have really the want, the need, or even in some cases, the ability to do installs. And I talked about it, but case in point is the classroom that I agreed to do. And it's funny today we're talking about it. I opened an old notebook and I found the very original drawing for the proposal that I hand sketched in preparation for doing a more refined drawing. I usually hand sketch up a couple drawings. And then when I do a full pitch, I'll do it like on Illustrator. And it was March, it was marked March 1st, which is closing in on almost a year ago. And I had a meeting with uh, with Danny, who's my, my good buddy. And he goes, do you think you could have this done in a couple of months? And I said, sure. And I still, in my workshop, have pieces of that classroom I have to deliver. And it's closing in on like three quarters of a year later. And I said, I, I, you know, I apologize profusely to him when we talk about it. And he's, he's okay with it. He's totally fine. But I just feel bad that I haven't been able to fulfill that. But it's just logistics. Like To me, to hop in the car and drive 30 miles north takes all day long. So for me to drop off one thing, get in my truck, drive out of the city, drop it off. I come back here, it's 5 o'clock. I left at 10 o'clock in the morning. The whole day is gone. All I did was deliver one thing. Um, uh, you know, it might take a few minutes to install it. But there and back, it just sucks up the whole day. So um, I just feel bad that that job got away the way it did. Everyone seems happy and and it's done for the most part. I have a couple more little detailed things to do. But that was really the eye-opening experience where I realized, oh, I can't take on – I used to say yes to everything. But now I say yes to every video opportunity I have because I can really just keep growing my production business, you know. Somebody once said it, we're, we're entertainment producers, DIY know-how, uh, DIY how-to producers. And now I just focus on that and make sure everything I do focuses on that. And I tell everybody straight away, if you want me to build something that has to be attached in fit, custom fit, no way. I said, I will make something that just gets dropped off and then you and your goons could put it wherever you want it. That's it. <laughs> no more custom fit, no trim, no, you know, no tools on site. That is just, that's just immediately makes me lose time and money and that's it. So that, that's, like I said, that's been a negative that turned into a positive for me this year. Hmm. Uh, let's see. For me, this is maybe a little dark, <laughs> a little deep. Um, and this is not about celebrities. But, like, 2016 was very uh, <clears throat> death-heavy for me. 
I don't know why. And actually, it kind of started at the end of 2015. But just talking about things that are out of our control and things we didn't expect, like, I've just had a lot of death close to me over the last year-ish. And, you know, that's part of life. I mean, I understand that everybody goes to that at some time. But it's made me, I think, uh, just more aware of my own mortality and more aware of, like, every day, what I do every day and how I act and, you know, how much time I have and stuff like that. And so that has been good, I think, in the long term. Um, but, you know, to go through death and have a lot of death around you and to lose people that you care about and, and to lose people that you don't know randomly in front of you and stuff like that, just it, it kind of throws you for a loop. And so that's the, oddly, that's kind of how I think of 2016 <laughs> in that way. Um, but I hope that that will kind of do some good in, in making me, you know, just more aware of, of where my moments go and like how, like where my attention is all the time and stuff. When I look at my kids, I have to often remind myself, like, they're the priority, not your job, you know, like this, they're the reason that you have the job, so they're the priority, and I have to, like, kind of force myself into that sometimes uh, to snap myself out of, like, being absorbed in my work, but I think it's really important, so, you know, in this case, the kind of the mortality stuff is helping reinforce that, so hopefully that's good, but, um, oh, kind of kind of related to that. I was thinking about this the other day. You know how, David, you said earlier, people were talking about how bad 2016 was, like as far as we've lost all these famous people and, you know, all this different stuff. I was thinking about that, and there's no way that we lost more famous people this year than we have in the past. <laughs> but, <Yeah. I've, laughs> but I think the reason that, that, that it feels that way, and it does kind of feel that way to me, um, and the, I think the reason it feels like that is because we're so much more connected than we have been every day, mm-hmm. you know, like this day last year, we're way more connected. Now we are more up on what's happening. We get notified of things so much faster and more often than we used to. Cause I mean, you know, like think about our parents, they had people that they watched on movies and, you know, famous people that they knew of those people also died, but they didn't maybe hear about it within moments of it happening, you know, and they didn't hear about all of them, you know, in succession or, or whatever. But it got me thinking about like how this is a change that, that will not unchange. Like this is, this is how we are from now on. We are super connected and we're going to be constantly updated on the state of things that in the end don't matter to us personally necessarily. You know, somebody cares that each one of those famous people died. Somebody was their family. And so I'm not trying to downplay like the the effect of a a death, but from now on, we are just always going to be like, okay, so-and-so got married. So-and-so's dead. So-and-so's this, you know, it's like notification, notification. It's just weird to think about Like we're not as a society, we're not going back to that you know, like, oh, I heard this thing happened a couple of weeks ago. It's like mm-hmm. everything is right now. But I was thinking about that in relation to my kids and just how they're going to grow up with, you know, like real time notification of everything happening to everybody, whether it's personally important to them or not. But anyway, not really related to that. The other thing that uh, kind of took me off guard last year, something I'm kind of disappointed in myself about, is that I thought I was getting a thicker skin. I thought. And I think I have, but I thought maybe I was getting tougher about comments and about that stuff than I actually was. And so it's just something I'm going to keep working on, but I still will find myself just really, you know, getting pierced by these 
annoying little individual comments that in the scheme in the scheme of things don't mean anything. I know that, you know, but they still hurt more than I feel like they should. So that's something I'm gonna try to fix for next year. I'll get thicker skin again. If you don't look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I've thought about that. <laughs> You're joking, but I have thought like no, well, that's how I that's how I've been dealing with like like I said this witchblade thing. I'm getting so many negative comments because people just don't understand the fact that I'm just trying to, and, and I I just I just don't I haven't read my comments since yesterday, and I feel bad yeah. because I know there's a lot of good comments and people are really, you know, once in a while I'll jump in and just look at the good positive ones and say something back, but the negative ones are just they're you know it's it's hurtful. It's just like guys, don't you understand? I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah, people think I'm like trying to you know reinvent the way that they should think. It's not at all the way I'm, it's what I'm doing. Yeah, the weird thing is, no matter no advice helps you with that. When somebody says, "Oh, just ignore it," or "Do this and do that," it doesn't help. It, the only thing it helps is how you can figure out to deal with it in your own way. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I don't. I wish that there was some sort of like a an exercise that you could do, you know, to like get yourself <laughs> tougher. Maybe I could just go around and ask people to insult me to my face and maybe that would help. But well, the thing is that you, what happens is okay, if you're in a crappy mood before you go and read the comments, you're going to react to them in a, mm. in a way than if you, you know, you just won $10,000 on a scratch off ticket. And then you go to read the comments. You're going to be like, well, I don't care about anything. You know, <laughs> that's a good point. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, what about next year? This year? It's not next year. It's this year. David, <laughs> what's happening this year? What's going to be awesome this year for you? All right. So, I found my rhythm, but now I'm going to expand on that. And what I want to do is I want to do more left field projects. I want to get a little wackier, a little crazier. And what I want my videos to be less of a tutorial and more of documented this day on making something and so what you might see from me in the future is i'm not going to show you how to set your table saw to cut this data you're just going to see me cut it and you're going to i'm going to i want it to be more entertaining i want it to be for non-woodworkers um where anybody can watch the videos and so maybe i lie a lot on this podcast about what (laughs) i'm going to do but maybe it's going to be Somewhere in between a tutorial and a vlog, which is kind of documenting the day or this project, and we're going to have fun with it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And um, I'm not going to say you're not, I, I don't want to say you're not going to learn anything. So if you're watching the videos just to learn something, you don't have to stop because hopefully there's still that thing like you see that technique where, oh, I never thought to do it that way. Or if you want, I'm still going to have plans for these projects. So if you want to build what I'm building, you can go to the website and, and download the plans. So just a, a gentle progression of step by step to just watch me make this thing and have fun. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I totally. think one of because one of the things that I learned in, in VidCon was I used to show your personality. And, and where before VidCon, it was you saw shots of my hands. And then a boring voiceover. And this was the project. After VidCon was, my face is on there and I'm talking about what we're doing. And so it's just, that's what I want more. I want more of, sounds weird to say more of my face on camera, but that's what you're going to, it's what you're going to get. It's going to be the the entertainment thing of of what I'm doing. 
Hmm. Cool. And left field. Totally left field projects, too. More hot dogs? <laughs> More hot dogs. Yes. Wiener dog Tyrax? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you should make a whole collection of dog Tyrax, every different breed. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's going to be a long series. For me, yeah. I, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm... I'm looking forward to trying to continue my move upstate and get out of the city. Something Taylor and I really are looking forward to trying to really to do. And this will be the first year in 10 years that I'm probably going to keep my house open going all the way through the winter Hmm. because Taylor's there. You know, we keep tag teaming. I'm I'm in the city for a couple of days now. She's up there working in the garage on her projects. And, you know, so it's been somewhat mild so far. This hasn't been a crazy, crazy winter. Um, and uh, I definitely want to build my barn. That's something I'm really looking forward to. I'm having a consultation in February uh, for that actual happening. It's going to actually uh, the, the consultation is going to be on my property with somebody uh, who I met through the internet, and I uh, still want to get my buddy David involved. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. So I'm looking forward to 2017 uh, building my my new workshop. I'm having a, I'm amassing a huge collection of tools, which I just have nowhere to put them. I have to actually slow down, stop collecting tools, um, and (laughs) now start to collect space. (laughs) If I get like literal edgy, I just need a roof over my head. That's what I need. I'm not worried about the cold. It's funny going into this this next video project where you see me build five tables in steel on my my property. The video starts with there's there's no snow, and then there's a lot of snow, and then there's like a lot of snow. So the video goes (laughs) through the course of the few days between Christmas and New Year's where. It got colder and colder and colder, and I'm working all day long, and I like open my phone out of curiosity to see what the temperature is, and it's like 15 degrees out, and it hasn't slowed me down at all. And I mean, I every once in a while I turn on the gas, the gas forge, I turn on the forge to heat metal, but I use it to heat the room. So you'll see that in the video where I pop on the forge, but uh, it's not something that's crippling. It's not debilitating to the point where I can't work in the cold. So. Um, in the past, it was because I just said, "Oh, it's going to be ten degrees. And how can I work up there?" But now, you know, the the desire to do things out of the city is is stronger than my desire to stay warm. And then also, uh, I really want to tackle this uh, this computer CNC machining stuff. That's it's been it's fusion. I mean, the more I play with fusion, the more I can jump right into a simple little build. But I still get cornered to the point where I have absolutely no idea how to get out of a get out or make something or do something. So I want to get past all that. I want to be able to just say, make a Zippo lighter and Fusion. How do I do it? Boom. Where's the hinge pin? How is it going to open? I want to make this. I want to just go straight to Fusion and make it. And then from there, that vision goes right to cut right out of a chunk of aluminum. I mean, I feel that's going to really free me. A few years ago, I talked about wanting a laser. I still would want a laser. Um, I'm not sure. Like I said, the reason I've got it, I haven't gotten it in the past is I don't have the room for one. And so I don't know if that's going to be something that happens for me this year, but uh, I'm going to try and keep my eyes open for that opportunity. Maybe the Glowforge will be done before the end of the century, and we could all get one. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, uh, for me, I want a bigger shop in 2017, and I think it's going to happen. I don't know how exactly. I don't know where it's going to be or if it's going to be at the house or away from the house or any of that stuff. But um, I think it's it's inevitable at this point uh, that it's it's got to happen. So I just get more and more frustrated with, like, 
you know, turning around and there not being enough space to do the thing that I want. And so I turn around the other way thinking, oh, there's space over there. Nope. It's just, there's no space. Anywhere, so. wait, wait till you see this video of me building these five tables. This is literally the shop is just packed with tools and tables. And there's like 10 inch walkways between me and Willie, like trying to do things. It's just insane. Yeah. We all need more space for sure. Hopefully that'll happen for me this year. Um, and along with that, if I get more space and maybe even if I don't get more space, I really, really would like to do more videos. Like I've been for about six months, I've been wanting to do two videos a week and I haven't figured out how to do it or what the format is or exactly what that content would be. But I just really would like to be, to have like a system in place that could make it so I could produce more. So I have a feeling those wouldn't be two project videos a week, but you know, I'm not really sure. Um, but I think along with that is I just want to keep, really, I want to keep expanding my skills. I want to learn more. I want to get better at the stuff that I already do. Like, I definitely want to get better at welding. Um, it's That's one of those things that, like, I'm almost ashamed every time I do it on <laughs> on video. <laughs> it's just because, like, I know it's bad, but I don't have time to just practice for the sake of practicing. I don't make time for that. And so I think there's got to be some time this year where I just set aside like today is about getting a better at welding and not making a video of it and not explaining it, you know, but just getting better at it. So, um, that, and then I want to get some new tools. I'm going to be ordering a lathe in a couple of weeks, finally. So going to have like a good working lathe that I think will, will do well for me for a while. And, you know, other skills like that, just stuff I haven't gotten to yet that I want to try out. So, but I'm excited about this year. I think this year is going to be awesome for all three of our channels. I think it's going to be awesome for the podcast. I think it's going to yeah, be awesome forward. for the community. Um, lots of cool events lined up and everything. Pe- just getting people more connected with each other. And, and I'm pretty stoked about that. So, yeah. yeah. Anybody got any more thoughts about 2017 before we wrap it up? I'm just looking forward to having fun and being more more i guess the freedom that's really that's really mm. i'm feeling more and more freedom uh, as time goes on and you know being able to control my channel my destiny my videos my content uh, you know my job it's just amazing freedom like i i drove home last night and, uh, we willie and i left this upstate we got back to to uh, to new york city last night at about 3 a.m and typically i'm always anxious to get right to bed so that i'm not zonked for the morning but I was like, I, I tomorrow's my day. I don't, I don't have to answer to anybody tomorrow. I don't have to yeah. you know, be prepared to do this or meet this person or make sure I get this product done in that time. So the, the more and more of that is just, it's like, wow, I'm like slowly becoming the artist that I always really wanted to be. It's, and I think more of that's coming. That's awesome. Yeah, I think, I think it's just important that you not only look at the past year every January 1st, but you always are looking at what you've done and how you can improve. And it sounds like all three of us are always looking, moving forward, evaluating what we've done and how to use that to, to make ourselves better. And you just have to do that throughout the year and just keep making yourself better and, and keep pushing for doing what you want to do. Like Jimmy, it sounds like you're doing more of what you want to do that makes you happy. And that's, what's really important. Awesome. Cool. Well, yep. um, you guys have been... Well, actually, before we talk about what we're watching, um, I want to quickly thank everybody who supports us on Patreon. 
especially Luis Gonzalez and Make Build Modify. They're our top patrons over there, and those two guys have been supporting us for a really long time, and we really appreciate them and everybody else. I would also, I would like to just jump in quick and say thank you to Luis. My buddy went down to Puerto Rico. He goes, do you know anybody in Puerto Rico? I was like, uh, yeah, my buddy Luis. I go, he's probably going to make you stay in his, his his digs. But I go, you could just ask him for advice. Luis, like, sucked him up and sucked him into his world and showed him a great week. So, <laughs> Luis, you're the best. And I owe you an official thank you. That's it. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, what are we watching? Anything cool, David? Uh, yeah, mine is a podcast, and it's a it's an episode of a podcast, and that is the TED Radio Hour. And they just recently, on December thirtieth, had an episode called "Simply Happy," and man, just a good episode on interviewing different people on what makes you happy. And there's like actual research done, and one research focuses on this area of happiness. One area focuses, or one thing focuses on this area. It's just a good episode. Check it out. And NPR makes some really awesome podcasts, of course. Uh, yeah, I listen to the TED Radio Hour every Sunday. It's great. Uh, my my pick of the week is Steve Hofstetter. He's a comedian that just popped up in my in my feed. I don't know who – I don't know him personally. I never heard of him and I started watching him on YouTube. And he, he, does, he does featured moments where he gets – picked on and then he handles the heckler and it's really he's really good at putting the piece together setting up the piece he does like a little like off uh, off the stage talk about and a little voiceover and the reason I, he's actually a very good comedian but the reason i really am using this as an example is because this is a perfect example of how to use youtube to set up your entertainment lifestyle if you're an entertainment person if you're an actor a comedian or you do what we do Here's a comedian. He has a couple hundred thousand subscribers and he has a couple of really big viral videos that videotapes his sets, puts them up, dissects them, talks about them, only puts up good content. I'm sure he's got tons of content that's horrible, but that's just the way it all goes for everybody. But is a perfect example of somebody using YouTube to set his career up. And he's executive producing his whole lifestyle through YouTube. So that's why I think it's a good example. Cool. Well, for me, it's I want to recommend somebody that we, we all know and probably most people listening to this know, but just in case, Matt Cremona. Um, Matt is a fantastic woodworker, but I don't think he gets the uh, recognition <laughs> that he should get for what he's doing. He's a, he's a great woodworker, but he also is making a trailer-sized bandsaw mill from scratch, this insane big contraption to mill down lumber. And I don't know. I just like I've been kind of keeping up with the progress, but I haven't been watching every one of the videos. But I watched the one the other night where he actually made his first cut on this log on this thing. And just seeing it in action is it's massive. So I don't know. I just I hope that he uh, gets some recognition for the work that he's doing because it's, it's it's really good. And he's he's a really good teacher. He's good at explaining, you know, like the fine woodworking stuff that he does. He's on Wood Talk. I mean, it's not like he, people don't know about him, but I just I hope he can get some more recognition because he's a great guy. And uh, I think he's doing really good stuff. So, are you talking about Matt? Yeah, Matt Cremona. Oh, because you—I was broken up the whole time. I'm sorry. I, I was just watching Matt. Actually, his bandsaw thing has been such an amazing experience. In fact, I stick welded all week because of Matt, and, and I was going to mention it in my voiceover for this video. Um, yeah, no. So it's great that you were talking about Matt. I, I broke up and I missed your your suggestion, but 
I was just watching two or three of his videos just before we got together. So it's funny. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I guess that's it for this week. Unless you guys got anything else. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks for, Thank you for sticking with us. Year. And uh, hope everybody has a good new year. We'll see you next week. Here's to 2017. Woo! More hot dogs. <laughs> More hot dogs. <laughs> I love you 2016, despite what everybody says about you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>